came from. We have been running our whole lives. I'm done running. And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does, I think, what's this in the tin? It's best film ever. My name's Ian. And I'm Liam. Yeah, I sound tired. I you do sound it. tired. I can hear it. I'm tired too, but Yeah, it's, uh, we've literally just come back uh, from watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's 10.45 at night. The day before you're listening to this, yeah, assuming you're listening to it on day of release, <laughs> yeah. Like we're gonna turn, I'm gonna turn around that quick. <laughs> Incredible. I'm gonna throw a quick opening on it, and then the usual closing music, and then I'm just gonna throw it up. That's the plan. Yeah. And we are here to do a see or skip it on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Um. So if this is your first time listening to a see it or skip it here on the BFE, uh, what we do is we um, begin by doing a spoiler free review of the film in question uh, at which point you'll hear a sound that uh, sounds like this and the joke i make every time is well actually it doesn't sound like that it will be that and <laughs> after which we'll say the word spoiler about i don't know 18 times lived in a house a very big house spoiler country that's right and if you've um and at that point then it's on you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if you look down at the uh, at, at the notes for this episode, we'll also tell you visually when the spoiler content would begin. But there's lots of warnings, so you so if you want to listen to us, we'll finish by giving you in the spoiler free version. We'll finish by giving you our verdict, whether we say see it or, or skip, skip it. it. Ergo, the branding of of, <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> Another one of those ideas I had once. <laughs> Um, and at which point then you can stop. You can, if you decide you want to go see the film, hey, you can go see the film then. Great. Yeah. And then come back. Listen to the second half because in the second half we will then do the, the the full spoiler version. So we say see it, skip it. Then after the break we spoil it. Mm-hmm. So, but you'll have tons of time to pause there. And if 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 you've already seen it, listen to the whole rigmarole or skip to the spoiler part. You, you, yeah, you don't need so to listen cute. to all this part where we're being coy. <laughs> you can just <laughs> leave. And I've just rewatched the trailer. So basically, the rule we have is if it's in the trailer. Within reason. Like, we're not going to go like, oh, that one shot was in the trailer, so we can talk about the big reveal it does. No, no, no. <laughs> if something's not made obvious in the trailer, then we don't make it obvious in our spoiler-free review. Yeah. We, we, we give a lot of thought to this sometimes. <laughs> I feel like there's a fair bit I can talk about on this one, actually. So Good. Yeah. Uh, so, there we go. Let's go ahead and kick uh, this off. Um, what was your... What was your interest level? Because we just released our regular Tuesday episode on Guardians to set people up for this. We figured it would be a yeah. movie that would be high in the consciousness right now. And it was very well regarded by the audience, uh, the, the friends of the podcast, all those people who chipped in. Uh, so there's a fondness for number one. Uh, I don't mind number two. So the question yeah. was, though, how where was your excitement like for number three? Uh, my excitement's quite big, to be fair, okay. um, because I kind of heard that this will be the last Guardians, and I thought, well, they're going to tie this up somehow – they're going to put a bow on it. You know, it's going to be some big elaborate ending. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was the reason I wanted to see it. Because um, often when you know, like when, when they did volume two, that you knew there was going to be a three. You knew that there was going to be another one coming. So you knew there weren't going to be any any deaths of such or anything like that. You knew that everyone was going to be okay at the end. So uh, you don't know with this one. Could could someone? No, exactly. When, when, you don't when, know. There was a lot of, oh, I wonder if they'll 
and you'll find that out after the break, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so th- it felt like the, I guess what you're trying to say is it felt like this one had a chance for stakes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I was like a seven out of ten for my interest in this coming in. Yeah. Uh, moderately. Which, to be fair, might have been higher than my interest for either of the first two going in. (laughs) Something about Guardians doesn't hit me. I don't know what it is. Um, But this one I was, because it's the goodbye to uh, the Guardians, we we believe. That's how it's sort of been promoted. Yep. Uh, It's also the goodbye, as far as I know, to uh, James Gunn in the MCU. Because he's now off to the DCEU, and so his people are very loyal to him. And so the idea was, how's he going to sign off not only this franchise that's meant so much to him, yep. but also his own personal connection with Marvel? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and well done, because I think I think we alluded to it on the pod. I'm not sure. But, you know, let's not forget, Disney fired him for about two months. Yep. And then I think it was Dave Bautista led the charge to go, I won't do a third one without him. A few of them did, didn't they? Yeah. 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 He was really vocal, which is weird because he, so, he was so fresh in his career. Mm. I was like, oh, can you afford to do this, Big Dave? <laughs> yeah yeah but turns can, out he can <laughs> yeah yeah well you know at the end of the day it, it meant a lot to him and obviously he knows him we don't no we don't know so we only yeah. go by news that is reported don't we i think if a memory serves this was about a series of jokes or tweets he made back in the day where yeah it was in poor taste but you know i'm very thankful that i didn't have a means by which to document every stupid joke i made in my 20s when i yeah. thought i was being shocking and funny same <laughs> Now what do I do? I record a podcast. Yeah. I, do, I record exactly every thought I had. Part of me goes, I wish I'd had the podcasting bug earlier yeah. when it wasn't such a crowded marketplace. Oh, okay. The other part of me goes, oh, man, what would I have said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you brought this to the table, though. I'm glad um, you mentioned about the podcast. Oh, the podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah because I would uh, never in a million years. It's really weird to think how many of our circle of friends have kind of gotten involved in some capacity. They have, yeah, since. And, and, and taken to it really quite well. Yeah. Yeah. Like Meg's is the most recent example. She's taken to it like a fish to water. Yep, absolutely. Fantastic. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and doing a really good job and seems to really enjoy it. So that's always that's always a thing. And there's also the Summon Up boys who... Um, yeah, I mean... What's that? But you even think about like some of our... Yeah, that too. And they were sort of... I think you mentioned they were sort of inspired by hearing you on the pod. Well, they were inspired. That was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah doing. And I was inspired by hearing a friend of mine do it. And I went, well, well, well if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's just really interesting, yeah. So if you're out there and you're on the fence, I mean, it's it's just a great pastime. Uh, just don't get... Uh, just don't be looking to become famous overnight. That's all. No, <laughs> and, don't, and don't pick a subject you know nothing about. Pick a subject that you're enthusiastic about, something you enjoy. You can think of more than a month's worth of content on. Yeah. yeah. And, and just be with friends. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the big thing. I'm really, we're really lucky because I, I you hear these people who are doing it by themselves, and I mean, I, hey, I've, you've done that'd it be once. a slog. That'd be yeah, that's once in it. Yeah, that'd be a slog, a real slog. It would to sort of do it. So respect for. I always sort of bring up uh, M from Viral Diorama. Absolutely. Um, Stu does a fair bit of solo stuff. I think on Stu World Order Productions, he has some guests too. Uh, Carlo has to track down guests and Carlo the movie loot and we love Carlo yeah. love 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 Carlo I was thinking when we mentioned our Skynet story how we went to the Oscars <laughs> I, I think the fourth nominee would have been Carlo I don't think I mentioned that at the time <laughs> yeah. Carlo and the movie loot um, how strange would that be if that played out that way <laughs> I can't wait to see best podcast at the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to Guardians 1. Absolutely. Um, so I guess it's, uh, we just talk about just some general uh, thoughts without going any sort of verdict kind of place. Let's just go through the sort of big peeps and how you felt. 
they did or didn't do. Um, um, Chris Pratt as Star-Lord, kind of a straw that stirs the drink. Surpri- surprisingly, maybe not the main focus of, of, of his franchise. No, which in the third one. Yeah. yeah. Um, as we know from the events of Endgame, he's still struggling with the fact that there's a Gamora out there in the universe, but not a Gamora that sees him as a romantic. As a love interest. As yeah. a love interest. So it's kind of that old chestnut. Did you ever see, um, was, I think it's called The Vow? Mm. It's a Channing Tatum Richard McAdams film, I believe. Do you know what? I think I might She have. gets in an accident <gasps> and gets amnesia and totally forgets yes. her relationship. Yes, I And have. then there's a guy's like, but I'm your husband. Yeah. And so she's like, you, you feel for her because you're cause to her. You're she's like, don't know you from Adam. No, who exactly. are you? Yeah, yeah. But to him, you're like, but we and we, we we've got we, this history, and, and, and we got a glimpse of it as well. We get to see him for about fifteen minutes before she gets in the accident. Yeah, and we're like, oh, but you were this, yeah. and you feel for both of them because yeah. he's not wrong. You were this, but she's not that same person anymore. And so that's kind of the story on the film's gonna continues to play with as far as. As far as Peter and his his struggles, yeah, in the early part of the film, anyway, yeah, um, thought he looked good. His yeah. hair looks great, doesn't it? Yeah, he looks younger. I was really impressed. Yeah, looks way younger than number two. Number two, he had a stupid mustache. Just want to punch him in the face the whole yeah. time. So it's that. Um, uh, we've got uh, Karen Gillan as Nebula returns. He's quite a big part in this. Big part in this. Mean in this. Yeah. Mean. A lot of anger. So much anger. I was, I thought she'd softened. <laughs> yeah, I had. <laughs> nope. Uh, so she's Her makeup right. looked different as well. Yeah, she looked, yeah, and then you want to talk about different. What the flip did they do to Groot? Yeah. Groot don't look the same. No, not at all. No, no, no. I, I thought for the worse. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. for the worse. I didn't appreciate the change, whether he's more marketable for shirts or whether it's easier to put in video games. I don't know what the deal is. Maybe, uh, but it did not, it looked like someone did like a bad CD rendering, uh, yeah. a computer rendering of Groot with a different, uh, with a different thing. Yeah. Uh, cause yeah, it didn't, I really like OG Groot. Yeah. And Guardians 2 Groot was like, just like a, was like a, a lanky, well, he's always like he's a tree, but <laughs> but you know what I mean. He was like tall, and, pardon the pun, weedy. <laughs> and they've actually given him some like some like bulk in this, bulk especially in. in the face. His face is much wider in this, and it, and they gave him like a chest. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what, what what to make of this. No. Um. Yeah. So I've got some thoughts on Groot in general as well, his character. Um. After the break, but. Uh, um, oh yeah, and there's a. Something else we'll talk about after after the There's break. There's a lot we'll talk about yeah. after the break. <laughs> I just thought. Uh, Big Dave Batista did come back. Uh, Drax the Destroyer. Thank God, because, <sighs> you know, he brings that circle in, doesn't he? I feel that I feel they made him into a bit of a cartoon. I feel that they've, they've, they've cartoonized him over the three seasons. Yeah, of course. Because we just watched number one, right? And number one, he's he's a guy who doesn't get... Who doesn't get irony yep. or doesn't get metaphors, no. but he's not presented as stupid. He's just presented as literal. Yes. And now they're like, he's just big, dumb and stupid. Well, do you know why? Because they stumbled upon something on the first one with him and everyone went, God, he's so funny. He's the comic relief. And then they went, oh, and they went too far. Number two, him and Mantis, I thought were, were a great double act. Yeah. And so, and Mantis, she's back again. Uh, I don't remember the, the actress's name. It's like, Pom Clementanov or something like that. Yeah, uh, she's she brings a lot of heart. She's great, and it's more female energy, which is really mm-hmm. good. 
because for a while it was kind of the Big Bang Theory. It was like one girl and all these guys in space. Now there's three girls. And now you've got three girls. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And strong strong women, but not only the one. They're not all just on to kick your ass strong. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's got like an emotional strength. Yeah. So you can still have a range of female characters. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Yeah. So that was really uh, good. I'm trying to think of if there's anybody from the big list we haven't come up with yet. Uh, oh, we need to talk about oh, well, the raccoon. Oh, of course, Bradley Cooper, Rocket, yeah, as Rocket Raccoon. Um, always, I'm always. He's. Did I say he's my favorite character last time? I think yeah, I said his favorite character. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like Rocket Raccoon. Always have. How can like you said it on the podcast when the first one? You know, how did they make you fall in love with a raccoon? That would have been so. That would have been so easy to screw up. So easy, wouldn't so it? So easy. Even in this one, you just you're rooting for him. Oh, for sure, for sure. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think I'm spoiling anything when we, there's the there's a clear implication that there's a flashback mm. in the trailer. Yes. So you do get a little bit of Rocket's origin story, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, and yeah, I'm glad to to see that. Yeah. Um, traumatized me, but um, <laughs> glad to see it. And this one goes. This film went to some powerful places. Someone went to some powerful places, and mm. we, we'll get into more. Sort of. I'll say this. Because I was thinking about it halfway through the movie, because uh, I was going, there's less charm in this one. Yeah. Um, there's less. <laughs> this one certainly ain't dance off, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Did you find it was slow paced? Yeah. Beginning and middle was very slow. Be- I might call this bloated. Yeah. I think there's something they wanted to do with. It's kind of what we call a dual narrative. And so there's like an A story and a B story both yeah, happening simultaneously. Too much going on. And the problem is, in order to give the B story a chance to breathe, they had to drag this A story out forever. Yeah. So that we could keep coming back bit by bit by bit to this yeah. other narrative that was going on. And yeah, so in order to do that, they had to keep they obviously wrote way too much for the B story than the A story. Oh, and as a result, like the A oh, I just didn't get it. No. I just didn't get it. And they kept throwing other things into it. Yeah, and I mean, like, well, well, okay. <laughs> visually, I mean, Guardians movies are always visually interesting. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but man, it was losing me. Yeah. My eyes were heavy. Your eyes were heavy. <laughs> One moment you looked at me, didn't you? Gave me a nudge. Oh, twice I gave you a nudge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, he's sleeping. <laughs> How are we going to talk about this later? <laughs> it wasn't for long. It was when there, it, there was kind of like this. Uh, it was a really visually interesting. Th- it was just that bit in every Marvel Phase Four movie where they go to some strange place at the start of Act Two, and it doesn't really matter. No, the landscape <sighs> is all just visually. It's all just really visually interesting, but yeah. in the plot, it's got very little significance. <laughs> yeah, it's like when in Thor: Love and Thunder they went to uh, wherever Zeus lives, you know, God Town or whatever it was called. <laughs> God Town. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's always this place they go to at the start of Act Two, and it's just it it it, it was. Uh, um, I will say though, by by the end of it, when they're trying to tie things up, it does start to move more, and and it you, it gains pace again. They're generally pretty good at third acts. I'll say this: <laughs> I don't know if it was my eyes being heavy, Mom Spaghetti. <laughs> I don't really think the villains well fleshed out in this thing. No, I don't really know what the motivations really are in this one. They don't really this explain is, the this, motivations. No, they don't. This is not one of the good MCU villains. Not at all. No, it's it's quite paint by numbers. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, and all I kept seeing was um, a poor man um, 
Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, really? Yeah. I imagine Samuel L. Jackson in that part as a younger character, <sighs> as a younger man. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Do you know what I mean? It's like someone showed him Jonathan Majors in Ant-Man or in uh, Loki <laughs> and went, top that. Because he was going for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. don't think it worked. No, which it might didn't be, quite hit home, did it? So my question is... I guess the best villain of the three has got to be Ego. Ego was was actually a pretty good villain in number two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'd argue in two of the three films, the, again, the villains have been quite poor. Again, there's another, like, side story going on. You know, this yeah. different things just keep throwing into the mix. Oh, I... So much. I didn't get him. They were juggling so many balls. They were. And there were some lovely... There were some lovely side plots, some lovely side moments, but like we said, like stuffed so much. A typical, typical James Gunn movie. Man, you got your song budget. Oh yeah, that was a, that was a great soundtrack. I, I will say, um, I won't spoil all of them, but I will say that the song that's used in the trailer is "Space Hog." In the meantime, it's good and features features uh, you know in a kind of kind of a nice moment. Great song. Like no one knows. Like nobody knows that song. <laughs> like space hog but like man is everybody gonna know it now you do know yeah. yeah yeah and it's that idea where i guess the first one was the this had a very 90s feel to it especially at the start of the film yeah it was very 90s and of course the 90s are a time that i mean space hog shows you a joyful side of the 90s but then we had other tracks which had sort of showed yeah the downtime of the 90s and sort of was reflecting in characters and the way they were they were uh what the motivations were and uh how they're how they were handling things. I quite like um, taking a popular song and acoustic in it. Stripping it down. Yeah. Acoustic. Yeah. Acoustic. <laughs> Acoustic. <laughs> I can't on, even say the word. Going unplugged with it. Yeah. <laughs> unplugged. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's how tired I am. Some music's always well done in a James Gunn movie. Uh, sometimes I do wonder if it if they let the music tell the story rather than actually try and like let dialogue or characters tell stories. I'll tell you what, I don't think this is a spoiler, but um, I found... <laughs> Dangerous well, words. Well, but yeah, maybe. But you know how in the first and second, they show you the mixtape? Yes. And they make it a big feature, don't yeah. they? You know, mix volume well, one, you, volume you, two. We had a conversation in the cinema, and you've clearly forgotten number two. Yeah, I have. Yeah. So I believe at the end of two, I believe somehow Sly Stallone gives or manages to track down a Zoom recorder. Oh, okay. it's called a Zoom. It was it was it was Windows's like attempt to make an MP3 player. Oh, okay. But so it is kind of like it can hold more idea, but you lose something in the in the loss because the it, Guardians were retro. That was kind were. of the gimmick of it. Yeah, but you didn't see the actual. You know, at the end of the first one, you had a mixtape volume two, didn't you? Yes. So you knew there was going to be a second movie. In this, you well, didn't. Here's another present I've left you, Peter. Well, no, but you, I, I expected to see the volume three cassette. You know. Like, um, like most trilogies, or generally a rule of trilogies, is that if it, the question is, this was said in Scream Three, and the, the the video store guy in Scream Three, as he was saying, said you got to you got to ask yourself right now, are you in just another sequel, in which case the rules of sequels apply, yeah, or are you the third film in a trilogy, in which case you've got to finish the story, yeah, and so this had, I don't think this is a spoiler at all, this is the pressure of trying to finish the story. Yeah, what you know? Where are we where are we going to go with it? We said at the start it's been marketed as the Guardians' last sort of journey out there. Yeah, so they decided to put it out there, and I'm not 100 percent satisfied with how it's I'm how not. it's been left. But then again, there was so many different stories going on. There were, 
you know, they didn't need to. I didn't think they need to throw them in the mix. No, no. Concentrate on one or two stories, don't not three or four. You know, oh, there's a lot going on. A lot. Yeah. Um, uh, is there anybody who we've missed? There's just one character who I think we've missed, and that is that I think Sean Gunn elevates himself to uh, main cast. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, he's got he's got a significant part in it. He's not. I was glad to see him. He's not. He's not one of the five. No, 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 no. But he's in that next level. Where um, in the first, he's probably equal to where Yondu is in the first. Yeah, yeah, and not as far as like attitude, but as far as how much screen time he gets. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because um, like in the first, clearly um, Nebula was nothing to do with the Guardians. Nope. And now she's joined the guard. She's joined them. Yep. You know, so she's part of the group now. Yep. Um, he will. He will never be part of that group. He's just uh, showing more yep. on screen as as a as a present character. But it was interesting. I was watching the credits as it came up at the start. Yeah. And he got one of those spots. Yeah. So it was, you know, Chris Pratt, um, Karen Gillan, Dave Batista. Karen? Sean Gunn. And I was like, oh, Sean Gunn's getting like above the line yeah, billing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, Karen Gillan got a higher billing this time around, I feel. Yeah. You know? I, I'm curious if I went back, it was off about a quarter after Chris Pratt. I'm yeah, curious. maybe. Curious. Maybe. And then you had a bunch of people who were like, and, 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 and. Just fair. Um, so there is uh, that. Um, I thought they were going to make more of the Stallone character. I don't know why. <laughs> Uh yeah yeah I'm not sure if it's oh it's a spoiler so Sly comes back I, I don't know I think you need him it's it's I think it's the right balance you need Sly to be around but don't make him the it's just odd isn't it it can't be a Sly movie well no exactly yeah. it just seemed so, odd it just seems like he wants to have a go at being at but, being in it yeah yeah I reckon he asked you know so there's a few cameos and a few cool things and we'll talk about that after the break um. I think Guardians, more than any of the other Marvel properties, and this seems really weird to say, because of course you want them all to be fun, but Guardians is supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. Who This decided, it really wasn't in the business of fun that much. No, that went down a different This is route. quite melancholic, in yeah, fact. I yeah. think there's like a, a healthy level of sadness. Oh, I struggled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and especially some of the characters who you think would be bringing the who usually bring the comedy yep. were the ones bringing the pain and we're like, Oh shoot, what, what, what do I do with this? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I guess that's that tonal disconnect and going is that what, what do you, and I'm the guy going, Hey, you know, pizza, 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 it's all it is. And this is kind of was them trying to go, we know we make pizza, but let's try, have, have you tried this? We also make, this is when the pizza's cuts going, we also make pasta. <laughs> yeah. We're not just pizza. Yeah, yeah. We know you like the pizza and you put the pasta down and you go, and you kind of look at it and you go, we, we do pasta. And I'm like, I hear you. But you're a pizza joint. <laughs> if, I, if I wanted pasta, I'd probably go to Prezzo or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or if I was in Canada, Eastside Mario's, or if I was in Italia, in America, I guess Olive Garden. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a pasta chain that I can be aware of. But no, you, you, you kind of, you know, Pizza Hut does do pasta. You're like, I'm not really here for that, though. If I'm right. here, I want my pizza. Yeah. So there's a, there's a little bit of that. But I'll say, well, I don't want to give that away. Jeez. <laughs> it's, 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 Let's just say that this one was a bit more disjointed from the first two. Yeah, this doesn't, this, it's going to feel like a shift's happened. Yeah. You know what this is? I mean, this is, this is your, your characters have grown up. Yep. 
you know, if there was like an adolescent, you know, disregard in the first one. Yeah. Okay, now they've actually gone through some, you know, this is the difference between like I'm goofy and I've never had a bad thing to now it's like, okay, I've had a couple breakups. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just realized my house wasn't that normal growing up, actually. Wow, I got to I gotta process this. Yeah, no more dance-offs. No, no more, no more dance-offs. <laughs> Not one offer of a dance-off was to be had. Although dancing still... It's dancing still dancing exists. Dancing's still there. Yeah. But it's not how we're settling fights anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> how stupid was that first film? Uh, so, yeah. So, I think we're probably ready to go out. I'm just trying to think, is there anything else I want to talk about? I think it's... It is what it is. It, it's a, I said, it's a long film, folks. I did. I did bring wonder, yourself some caffeine. Yeah, I did. I, I asked you, didn't I? I said, is there any post credits? You know, will there be? And you went, oh, there's always post credits. There's always post credits. We can't talk about them. No, 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 no. no. But I'm just saying that you, you're thinking, you know, I thought being an end yeah. movie, I thought maybe there won't be a post credit. Well, it's, just, it's still part of the franchise. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, true. It's still part of the bigger uh, MCU sort of brigade. Uh, so we'll say, I can say, there's two end credit scenes, folks. If you go, there's two of them. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and I was, I don't even remember the first one. We'll talk about it after the break. I'm. The second one's got a diegetic sound to it, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's all, yeah, very good. It's, it's, <laughs> they're all right. They're nothing special. No, 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 I didn't no, walk no. out of the theater going, oh my God, they're doing this. It's not that kind of an end credit scene. No. No. Really, <laughs> no. what the worst end credit scene was. Maybe it was because they didn't have one in Endgame. Oh, All you got yeah, yeah. was the sound of Tony's hammer hitting, making the suit. That's right. Yeah, over the Marvel Studios logo. Mm. So, I guess that's about it. Where, where are you, you going to land on this one? See it or skip it? See it. Yeah, I'm. I'm a completionist, and if you care about these characters, yeah, it's not a bad way to see where we think we're leaving them. Yeah, I think it does give a tone, a, a sense of finality to it. So go ahead and see it and then deal with the fact, all you pizza eaters, that your guardians have grown up a bit. Yeah. So there we go. So that's two see-its. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit melancholic, a little bit mellow, but it was kind of a melancholic, mellow kind of film in places. It was, it was. So we'll leave it there and we're going to spoil it in a bit, but as far as that goes, it's two see-its and we'll catch you on the flippity-flop. The flippity-flip-flop. Spoiler. We lived in a house, a very big house. Spoiler country. Spoiler country. Spoiler. The spoils of war. Yeah. So, oh, okay. where, where do you want to start? Well, actually, one thing I did notice, I wanted to make sure I mentioned. Did you notice the Marvel intro was just was completely only Guardians? Guardians it, yeah. it, down to even like the bits of the screenplay they show you. Yep. Like, you know how they show you like script? Yep. Yeah, it was all just yep. Guardians. Yep. So we're like... Oh, this is going to be. This is the swan song. Yep. Even from the start, and the music was 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 mellow. And then we open properly with Rocket walking around to an acoustic version of "Creep" by Radiohead. Yeah. Oh, that's a great song acoustic wise, isn't it? And it's yeah, and it kind of tunes into this whole sort of self loathing thing mm. that Rocket's got and would have for large portions of the film. So where we had a brief um, moment in the first one where he describes how he became the way he was. Yeah. We're now about to see that origin story. It's also really interesting in that all three films kind of start with a, with a musical montage of mm. sorts. So we did number one, and number one there, you know, uh, he's singing into the rats, isn't he? Yeah. As he, uh, as he goes through the uh, the cave to the 10cc song. I forget what that is. No, 
Oh, wait, that wasn't that. No, hang on. No, that's not 10cc. 10cc is when he's in the hospital. What was it oh, when he was... Right, yeah. Uh, something about your love. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. God, when he did it. And then number two, I forget what the song was, but it was Baby Groot sort of dancing around while the other guardians fight this. Oh, oh it's... If your love... It just came to my head. <laughs> 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 but the second one, don't remember what that was, but it was that big opening musical number again. And then the third one, we get a musical number, but it's stripped down. Ooh, it's sad. Yeah. <sighs> we cut to, I mean, here's a complaint. We cut to Star-Lord, who's like bumbling drunk. Yeah. And gets cured of his alcoholism like Just that. Like, like it never, it, never it doesn't up, play into the rest no, of the film at, at all. all. No. It, alcoholism equals I'm sad over Gamora. Yep. And that's all it was. And, and that was it. And now I'm over it. I shouldn't drink as much. Done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, I'm not sure I had it in me for it, but why go down that road then? You can show me he's he's sad about Gamora without, without going down the alcoholism yeah. trait. Because they, they pretty much say he's a drunk. Yep. Yeah. So I didn't care for that. No, neither. Um, and so yeah, you were uh, when we mentioned that brief moment we got in the shower, post shower, where he takes off his uh his uh, rocket takes off his shirt and you, or he's come out of the shower and you see him all wet and matted down. You see how he's been put together and this, and that the, welcome to your uh, welcome to your B plot we talked about earlier. Yeah, uh, because Adam Warlock shows up, which was supposed to be I think payback for the batteries that Rocket steals in number two. Oh, okay. Because they, they they kind of screw over um, those golden-faced people. Yep. But somewhere they decide to sort of, rather than them, because they were just coming to get revenge for their own sake, but now they tie them up with this villain who was just this... They don't give you a reason why he's the way he is. I guess he's got flaws, and so he's obsessed with creating perfect... Because he's held together with, with robotics and stuff himself. I like it when Chris Pratt says... Um, uh, when he says that uh, you robocop looking <laughs> yeah yeah it's not, you know, wrong. but man i just the villain i just sucked and i don't even mean the acting performance of the actor is probably all right just yeah. the character is written just terrible yeah um so and basically rocket's going to get he's going to get the wolverine storyline from x2 x-men united basically isn't it it's what it is yeah yeah but then you just go to, to an animal place at the same time so basically um uh Rocket is not really in the movie for the first three quarters. Adam Warlock comes in to Two get thirds. revenge. Well, I thought for the batteries, but he's now apparently also trying to fetch Rocket, who is, um, oh, 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 uh, something technology. I forgot the word they used for what. Oh, proprietary technology. That's the word. Basically, you know, he's the he's uh, a prototype. Yeah, and so they need to get him back, and that became the idea that R- Rocket is rare cargo. Very rare. And so, things for himself, but in the means, so in the means to try and get him to return him to our villain, he Adam Warlock almost kills him. Yeah, which kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you know, you're like, wait, what? He's but, after his brain, isn't he? He's trying but to. This puts Rocket on life support, but you can't, you can't use. They have these magic doohickeys. Yep that like heal you no matter what like, instantly but they can't use it on a rocket because it'll trip something they've got by his heart like a fail safe switch yeah and so the most of the movie is that well, the first half of the movie is about we need to get the code or whatever it is to override this fail safe switch of someone's kill switch or whatever they call it? it 
Well, eventually, yeah, it turns yeah. into. It's funny we were talking about Superstore earlier. Yeah, that guy was from Superstore. Oh, was he? Yeah, he's the guy who did look familiar. Yeah, he 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 looks like he's gained some weight. <laughs> His voice was the yeah. He, he's got like a little like like faux hawk kind of thing. He's an elite. How much of Superstore have you seen? Uh, probably two episodes. Oh, really? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, he played, I think his name was Manuel or Miguel or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was gay. He had a a brief thing with, with the like regional manager. Oh, okay. But then he's also an illegal. Like, it's all sorts of stuff in that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not really a big fan of the character. So when I saw him in the movie, I was like, oh, okay, this guy. Um, he did get on my tits a little. Well, he's supposed to, anyway. Yeah. But... Yeah, but at least I can sort of rationalize his. It was just a weird setup for this. It was. Um, so there's a, there's a, there's a complaint I have. I will say that I loved the side plot between Sean Gunn's character and the dog. Oh yeah, he calls the her Russian a dog. He calls her a bad dog at the start of the movie, <laughs> and she's like all affected because she like, acts like a proper dog. Yes, in that way. Because even though she can like, she's brilliant, and she can do oh, what's it called when you move things? Telekinesis. Like, telekinesis. She's still so bothered that you called her a bad dog, yeah. and like, like four days later, take she's back, like, take it back. She's like, can you believe he called me a bad dog? And Sean Gunn won't. He won't. He, he won't, won't take it like, back. That's because she was acting like a bad dog. <laughs> no. And then the payback happens later when she's saves the day and he calls her a good dog and she like jumps up so, on him oh yeah, yeah. that might have been my fake it's a movie that needed moments like this it did, it did. badly it did so yeah. there's that um so they're living in nowhere now so that was a nice little flyback from the first one that was the yeah. that was the mining town head thing they were in yeah so that was all right um they kind of set down a life for themselves there hadn't they they have they have, and then we've got the Gamora factor because Gamora is a Ravenger now. Yeah, so I'm just trying to take my shirt off. And it's, it's going really badly. <laughs> You'd never be an escapologist, would you? No, she's there. Um, uh, I had a button-up shirt over a T-shirt. I'm not sitting here, like bare-chested. I'm gonna start calling you Houdini. <laughs> oh, she's had a drowned. Uh, um, yeah, and so, um. So we sort of throw that back to this sort of idea that they're rebuilding. This is their headquarters. Um, they're not really on any missions or anything anymore. They're no. just sort of sitting tight. Because Peter's struggling about the Gamora thing. So Gamora's a Ravenger. She comes back now. They end up hiring her uh, to help smuggle them in to get the information they need to get. And I'll tell you what, Peter's a little pushy. <laughs> Like he keeps going like, oh, but we were great. She's like, yeah, but I'm not that person. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but we were. Couldn't you give it a chance? And I'm like, okay. Because, yeah, I remember what they were, and I get you, but in the same flips. Like, and he keeps coming back to it. I'm like, God, you got He's gotta, not the same person. Not the same person. And we got that at the end where, I mean, we'll talk about everybody's end at some point, but there's the bit where she goes back to the Ravengers. Yeah, and she's- and. And they're like, it's like a pirate celebration. And she's like well into it. She is. And that's where we leave her. And that's where she's happy. And I'm like, I mean, she had a, she had a lot of attitude. And I don't mean that in a bad way, in a way that, oh, can we talk about the swearing? (laughs) Yeah. Swearing was great. It was. Yeah, it's great. There was a few of them, but the best one was the F-bomb when, uh, (laughs) when, uh, 
uh, Star Lord's trying to explain to Nebula how to get this old beater of a car, like this old station wagon. Yeah, <laughs> always like when I left. Oh, uh, well, not even that, but he's like, and then you open the button. He's like, no, your your thumb's on the keyhole. Oh, that bit. Yeah. Okay, I've pushed the button. Now what? Then you get in the fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think that was an ad lib. Oh, it might have been. That was funny. You, you get one. You get one f bomb. That was brilliant. You get one if you want to keep a PG rating in the States. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, if you do two F-bombs, it's hard. Oh, okay. So they used that their, well, well they used their one and they used it well. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a, I thought at one point, did you think... Um, there was a suggestion they'd end up together? Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't really go anywhere. Oh, I don't it? really think you could have pulled... I think you could have pulled off the idea he was with both sisters. Well... Even if they're not really sister sisters, no, but they still had that um, connection of sisters. Yeah, didn't they? Which is weird because she didn't have that connection with him, but she still had that connection with Nebula. Well, because they they always were so like so she's got like this. Now they never healed their relationship all the way like they did. No, in 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 the original timeline, but the idea that you're my sister and okay, like Thanos has been overthrown. You know, she's she'd only recently, according to this, decided to overthrow Thanos when. Uh, she got moved forward in time five years. Uh, so that's the issue. Yeah. Whereas the other one had been sort of dealing with it for a while. Remember, she was in the lunch queue saying, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to help Thanos. <laughs> Did everybody hear me on that? This counts for character development. <laughs> so, I did like how they greet each other. Like, yeah. <laughs> so a large portion of the movie's runtime was dedicated to Rocket's backstory. Yeah, mainly. So it? we did say it's kind of... Um, wolverine-esque but you know how he was mechanically engineered but also the friends he made there were four oh, of them in total and obviously he'd found a love interest hadn't uh, he although he's like the only one with uh, basically is like this is like the animal equivalent of a toys in sid's backyard it toy was, story wasn't it it was very much like that yeah i thought the same and uh i'll tell uh, so um we kind of went through this whole gimmick and we find out that none of them were ever supposed to make it to the real world so why they were allowed to stay alive for as long as they were i don't knows, know no. um but yeah, we see Rocket grow up, and we see why he's called Rocket. Interesting thing at the end, when he discovers he really is a raccoon. Yeah. And that he, gave and him he, peace he, to call himself a raccoon. And I'm he like, embraces it. I'm like, yeah. hang on, you didn't know you were a raccoon all this time? Is yeah. that that's? I'm not a raccoon. I thought it was because he's like, I'm more than that. Yeah, I did. As opposed to this implies like he just didn't know and thought it was a slur or something? I don't know. Yeah. So, um... Oh, I thought I had. Oh, so I don't know, something. I don't know what's with Phase Four of Marvel, but can they leave kids alone? Yeah, I'm just getting tired of seeing kids in all these movies. There was no need for that. There's no need for it. No, the state, and then and then all the animals as well. And I'm just oh. like, <laughs> I was just like, what's going on here? I'm like, what are we doing? It's like, is it the is, whole is, ship is blowing up? Is, is nowhere like Noah's Ark now? Yeah, jeez, like, oh, that's what it was at one point, wasn't it? Noah's Ark. Yeah. Just the animals come screaming yeah. through, and at one point, a monkey attacks one of the people. Yeah. <laughs> Um, something this film was not afraid to do was make you think a character had died. It did, oh. on three, it did it on three different occasions. They did, didn't they? We started with, I thought they killed Groot in the first five minutes. Yep. I thought Adam Warlock killed Groot. Kind of like how they killed Loki, like yep. literally two minutes into Endgame or yep. Infinity War. And I was like, oh, that's a statement. Yep. Oh, wow. Because he was just a head and kind of like, again, he was like that. He was like uh, the thing in Toy Story where you have the head on like the spider sort of yeah. body. I was like, okay, that's who he is. Oops. So there was one because I, I audibly made like a, like, like, like a noise when it happened. I was like, oh, shoot, they've done this again? Because you probably, you're probably going, 
If you're in Groot safe, they've already killed Groot once. Not going to kill Groot again. Yeah. That would have been great. Yeah. The second part is uh, they make you think that Rocket's dead. Yeah. Because you have a flashback scene. It's very Harry Potter. It all, it all goes white. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he sees his love interest. Uh, what was her name? I can't remember. It was, it, was, it, was, it was like a proper female name, like Sophia or, or something, something like wasn't that. it? Yeah. And uh, he says, can I come with you? And she goes, yes. Basically, he's going off to heaven. He's going he? off. Yeah, he sees, he sees, he's walking towards light. And they've got the magic doohickey to decode the thing it's to make the, him. They finally got the doohickey to override his uh, kill switch. Yeah, and it's not working. It's not working. Because he's going towards and, the light. And we get to go there, and he, she goes, yes, you can come. And he takes a couple of steps, and they all mourn. And I'll tell you what, uh, Chris Pratt does some damn good oh, acting. Oh, he does, doesn't he? he towards the tennis ball or something oh, like that on the table in front of him. Jeez. Or, or the model or whatever it is. Yep. Um, and so there's that one. It's that typical trope of if you smack hard enough onto their chest, yeah. they will wake up. Well, then she goes, <laughs> yeah. yes, you can join us, but not yet. Yeah, that's very gladiator moment. And then she went, the stories, <laughs> it's been your story all along. And I'm like, I totally buy about This yeah. whole thing has not been Star-Lord's arc. This whole thing has been has been his trilogy. Yeah, we, we mentioned that, though, didn't we? Yeah. I thought number two's pretty, yeah. number two's pretty Peter-specific. Well, of course. It's, it's about his dad. <laughs> and, and hey, by the way, you got a sister. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I totally forgot they were brother and sister. Yep. When they went, I'm your sister, I went, oh, all right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Um, and so that was in the second one, and the third one is that make you think Peter's dying. Oh, do you know what though? Right, that you know when he's because he goes back for the Walkman because he drops it, yeah, doesn't he? And, and you think, oh my god, it's a mistake. He's gone back for the Walkman, and then he's in <laughs> he's in space. He does the thing where he crystallizes, doesn't he? Where's his helmet? But what? Yeah, yeah. They never showed. <laughs> Where's that. his helmet? They never showed you that at all in the whole thing. Where's his boots that make you yeah. like rocket blast? Like they'd be pretty handy right about now. Yeah. I have no because it just fits behind his ear. It's like a Bluetooth. Yeah. Like I don't remember the helmet getting destroyed in number two. No, I don't. No, but I didn't like how they made his face go. You know when he goes, it went really bloated. Yeah, bloated. Which, like it blew up inside. Which which might be correct, but he didn't do that in the first one. No, like when Gamora was dying, she didn't get all big and puffy and Donald Trump like in the face. No, and then no. When, and then when they dragged him back onto the the ship, oh, he was bloated for he a was while. Still bloated, wasn't he? <laughs> so three times they were willing to go. Oh, and you did react to that them. one because I, I I thought, oh shoot, are they really going to go here? And then yeah. Adam Warlock comes out of nowhere and saves him, and that's how we get Adam Warlock in. So, Is he a child actor? Adam Warlock. He looked he looked familiar to me. It's Will Poulter's his name. I don't know if I know him from anything. He looked very familiar to me, and I don't know why he was familiar to me. Don't know. I'm just taking a quick look here. Now I don't have to worry about spoilers everywhere. Yeah, that's all right then. Yeah, you had a guy you knew coming in. He was starting to say some stuff. I was yelling, "Going, keep your mouth shut." Uh, oh, actually, hang on, hang on. Uh, oh, Chronicles of Narnia. That's it. Ah, uh, is he Caspian? No, Usta Scrub. He did. Okay. I, I didn't kn- see that one. I though. knew he looked familiar. Was he the thing? He was in Where the Millers. Hmm. Was he in a TV series called American Gothic? Uh, he's in The Revenant. Uh, taking a look. He was in the Black Mirror movie. He's been in lots of stuff. There's no. lots of stuff I've seen. Actually, that's probably not what I'm thinking. The guy who's uh, in Fast and Furious 3. Uh, just taking a look. Midsummer. Taking a look. It's the Trustella. Taking a look. He didn't sound like the, the kid I knew, but he looked a bit like him. 
Uh, no, no. Okay, okay. But he's been around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was all right, but man, I'll tell you what, it's definitely so. So the well, I guess we should we should talk about where they all end up. So, um, Peter decides he's gonna go. He's home. gonna go home because they really pigeonhole in. Don't you miss your grandpa? Yeah, I'm like we haven't talked about him at all. For, no, <laughs> not number one, not number two. Right. Number one was mommy issues. Number two was daddy issues. Yeah. Number three is my grandpa. So, uh, yeah, he decides he's going to go home, and uh, he's been running since he was seven or eight. I'm like, as someone who, like, moved from a country, you know, when I was, like, nine, I'm like, I don't know if there's that yearning of that when you're an adult to necessarily come back per se. and But he's, he's done with what he's doing, and he's going to be getting some closure, I guess, and yada, yada, yada. I'll say this. They established grandpa's got to be, like, 90-something years old. Dude's not a day over 65. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's very well able. Yeah, he's he's all right. He's all right. Um, I don't know if you, you know, you might go, he's a bit older than his dad, but grandpa's a push. But I liked um, how uh, he just noticed him and he was like, oh my God. Yeah. Peter? He had that feeling, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. He seems to have full sense of his faculties and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As he does that, in which case, um, um, Mantis decides she too is leaving the group. With these like giant octopusy slug things, yeah, but she's adopted. A bit of a weird one. They're they're the goats of this movie. Yeah. Um, because she says, "Yeah, first ego told me what to do, and the guardians told me what to do." And I'm like, "I should recall you being like, I'm glad I have family." Yeah, but I'm like, "All right, cool." Then Drax decides that he wants uh, to go with her. Because Dra- there was a love thing with Drax there and was. her in number two. And then when she decides she's going to go and she finally does go, like he gives her a long look and they kind of leave it on. And uh, I don't know, because part of me is going, I w- it would be great for Drax's character because so much of it was about his wife and kids, right? Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping this would be that now you know she's a individual of her own rights and well she's also a fictional character so yeah. she can she can be the end game you know what i mean yeah yeah but they decided they're going to give her a different ending and so he gets a different ending so it's a, it's it's a bit of a shame yeah um but drax kind of becomes he has this really great father moment you're not a destroyer you'd make great father. you're a dad yeah. i'm like can we not think of a better name than dad than dad <laughs> oh very english thing to say is dad is can we find i don't know is there like a word that's like protector rather than rather than destroyer yeah you know the guardian yeah the guardian you know what i mean yeah, like there's yeah. all sorts of cool things we could have done here just, i never expected to to see drax and nebula go off not as a couple but no, as, no, no. stay as a group so it feels like it kind of oh. feels like we've got the second set now. And Rocket being named as captain. Rocket as captain. They named Rocket as captain, don't they? So, so the little one who everybody overlooked. Yep. Now is the guy in charge. But you went from st- <laughs> at the end of the first movie, you had Star Lord. Let's say before before Groot dies. Yeah. You had Star Lord, Groot, Rocket, Gamora, Gamora. Is there a fifth? No, it's just a four. They, yeah, split, a, they split a four ways, don't they? Oh, and Drax, isn't it? Oh, Drax. Thank you, Drax. Yeah. yeah. That was your five. And now we're, we're, we've gone to Nebula. Sorry, Rocket, Nebula, yeah. Drax, um, um, Sean Gunn, whatever his character's name is. Yeah, which I keep forgetting. And Adam Warlock, who's 
He's super powerful. Yeah, he's like um like more like as powerful as like uh um, He's like a Captain Marvel type. Yeah, Captain Marvel, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, so but that's your group now. It's like you kinda looking it's kinda like you got like your your Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy from Wish. You're looking at who you ordered and you're looking at who showed up and you're like yeah. it feels different. <laughs> feels wrong. Um they tried to sort of hammer in like a Sean Gunn, can I can I can I learn to whistle? and have the arrow do what i want it to do it was nice to see yondi he got a cameo in the third one imaginary nation. cameo that's what cameo cameo is. He got a cameo in that one and that really was him doing it that weren't a callback from no no thing. no that it seemed was, it was legit yeah because the makeup he looked older yeah you know but it was nice to see him again nah i'm glad i'm glad we got this moment even if it was like this little like obi-wan listen, kenobi listen sort of heart. moment yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what, that was all right it was yeah it was, so it i like was. that I, I really like gamora's ending I really like the idea. Yeah. I like the idea they didn't feel they had to put them back together. It's a, yeah, it's yeah, a more yeah. interesting story this way. And she was happy to go back. She was happy. She was thrilled. She's with her yeah. people. Yep. And just because, because that's like, you had a family here. And she's like, it's not me. Yeah. So uh, it was cool to see her back and be given access to that. Um, she's got to feel for Rocket. You're a captain and we're all leaving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now find your crew. <laughs> So, um, we do get told in, what was the first post credit scene? Do you remember? Um, oh, hang on. I remember now sitting down with his, it was, it was, it was the second set. It was the wish list guardians of the galaxy out helping on a mission. Uh, they're in the desert, weren't they? Yes, they were sitting, yeah, that's right. Groot, Groot, Groot had been lifting some weights cause he's massive. Now. Yeah. He was, a, he looked like a boulder. He looked he? like a rock. Yeah. 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 So there was that. That's right. And they're, they're, they're guardian, guarding the village or the town from these. Yeah. They're, they're going to kill all those animals. Was that yes. kind of the suggestion? And yeah. they were happy to. Weird. That was weird. Apparently certain animals, certain animals you got to free from their cages and certain animals in the wild you can just slay. We, well, maybe we should talk about the animal thing because that's going around the internet like wildfire. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of people are talking about um, boycotting it because of the animals being killed in this. But you well, they're, well, they're fictional characters. F fictional, exactly. Yeah. Um, but that's, that. What, I think that's aimed at children as well, isn't it? Tell you what, there was a young boy and, or a girl. I didn't catch how old they were, but behind me, like clearly too young for the actual age rating of the yeah. film. Uh, which is fine. I'm not the you know they're they're their parent. I'm not the because in North America, as long as you're with your parent, you can go see you can go see an R rated movie. Really? Oh, if you're there with your parent, yeah, absolutely. I did not know that. Who's the government to tell you what your kid can see? Yeah, true. If if you think it's in the best interest of your, of your kids, I mean, you're an idiot, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you've got that right. Yeah. So, um, but this, I'm I'm not really here or there on it, but yeah, there were kids there, and the kid was having some very evocative reactions to you know every time we thought a character was dying, like the group moment was like, whoa, oh, or when they like flat out shoot um, Rocket's girlfriend, yeah, whoa. That oh, got me too. I was like, like oh. oh. Did you see I teared up a few times? Was, yeah, you did tear up. I didn't tear up at all. Oh. I, see, I cried twice or two. Yeah. I didn't cry at all in this. Not even close. Oh, Maybe I was just too tired. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, but oh, that man. being said, I seem to recall having a hard time keeping my eyes open at number two as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> I miss being young and being able to just to watch a movie at a darkened theater and not, <laughs> and not struggle to stay awake. No, no, no. A darkened theater, warm, oh, comfy seat. Oh, jeez. Those seats are getting comfy. Yeah. <laughs> what I need to do is I need to buy myself a giant soda so my bladder will keep me awake. Yeah. They'll go, I need to pay. Don't forget sleeping. <laughs> You're not going to do You need to go pay. <laughs> 
So Do you um, know it's a well known fact when you sleep your peeing is kept at bay because um you're asleep. There's something in your um Unless you put your hand in lukewarm water. <laughs> is it? Oh, you're not, you're not familiar with this? No. No, it's, it's, it's like, I don't know if it's an old wives' tale, but it's used in films and TV all the time. Oh, is it? So if you put a thing of it's got to be like room temperature lukewarm water, but yeah. you put yeah, the hand in the water, and for some reason that triggers the bladder that it's okay to release. Oh. Yeah. I did not know that. that, that that's an old, I'm very curious. If anybody's out there and has played this trick on someone, <laughs> get a hold of us. I'd love to see how valid this is. Yeah. But that, that's what I've always been told, yeah. That's why, because when you wake up in the morning, you go like, oh, I need a wee. Because you've been holding it all night. What's really weird thing. is like when you get home and you walk in your front door and then it's just triggered. Yeah. And you're like, I didn't have to go like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> but now when I'm home, my bladder is like, you're home, let's do this. <laughs> Safe space. Open the floodgates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that was good. So I'm trying to say anything else we want to talk about with us. Oh, the big spoiler. Yeah. Star-Lord will return. Oh, there we go. The second, the second uh, cutscene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Star-Lord will return. Not the Guardians not will return. Not the Guardians, but Star-Lord will return. He has come out in the press and said he'd be very open to doing more work in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah, I want money maker for him though, isn't it? I wonder. I mean, I think st- in the Avengers, see, the Avengers movies never knew how to use the Guardians anyway because they just for the they most got too mixed up in the big well, big leagues. But for the they? most part, it was just Star Lord who was having moments, yeah. and there really wasn't much for everybody else to do. So this gets you what you want. You get your quippy main guy. Although I, I did like seeing things like, hey, it was really cool watching Drax talk to Captain America and stuff like that. Yeah. And Mantis doing, uh, yeah, that was always pretty cool. Do you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see the Rockets um, side of things. You know, now he's the captain of the Guardians. I'd like to see his. Oh, really? Sign up for number four. You would sign, You would go see a fourth movie without well, Chris uh, Pratt well, not, or potentially not, Zoe Saldana? Not a fourth movie as such, but more of a spinoff. So what would you, what would you do? Was it still a film? Yeah. Well, it's about the Guardians of the Galaxy, isn't it? Well, it's Rocket. Well, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I like Rocket. Rocket's the one I'm the one who I'm more interested in. Yeah, Rock. Yeah, um, it's interesting. It, as just, a character. It's just, it's just hard because then you've got a CGI-led char- like main character ah, in a film. You know true. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the film totally... Like, this is Rocket's movie. Like, you start and Without end with Rocket. Shadow it out, you yeah. start and end with Rocket, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. it's like uh, his girlfriend said, this has been your story all along. Ooh. Yeah. Cried out. Oh, really? Jeez. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just didn't hit me in that regard. I think it was the fact that she had these like little robot hands. I was like, yeah, that was a bit disturbing. You kind of creeping me out here, buddy. Yeah. I'll tell you what, little like baby raccoons were cute though. Oh, weren't they? Oh, and when they all geez. got on top of him, and he's about to take them all out. Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then, and then you know, and the, the villain came out, and I was like, "You're such oh. a cartoon." He's like, "Yeah." And he was around the corner. I hadn't even seen him yet. No, and the thing is, though, they, <sighs> they, showed, they kept um, cutting to the, the spaceship blowing up. And at this point, that was like three quarters blown yeah. up. And yet they're still... Oh. He's like, I have to go back. I'm like, guy, really? You don't, you don't have time for this one. You don't. <laughs> time is ticking. This poor dog's trying to hold this thing together. Yeah. Just pure telekinesis. Jeez. The pirate ship was cool, though, with the big face. Yeah, and the cannon of the eye is the cannon. That was cool. Yeah, um, yeah, it was weird. Some of the settings uh, we had that uh, yellow kind of. I don't even know how to describe it. It was the one where Nathan Fillion was on. Did you uh, catch that? Was Nathan Fillion? 
No. The guy who kept saying, oh, I got one of those. Oh. Because a Star-Lord, because they're all trying to cover that they work on this, like, station. Yeah. So they're wearing, like, red uniforms. And Drax has already said he doesn't like the color. Yeah, it does. So he's he's coming off about as natural as as uh, Ben Affleck in air. Yeah, <laughs> where he's like, yes, these are our, our uniforms that we wear all the time, even though it clashes with some of our eyes. And so Star Lord's <laughs> like, like, oh my god, oh, just it's, shut up. it's the it's the boss's nephew. He's like, yeah, I have one of those. <laughs> Which kept kind of it turned into a small recurring gag. I could have done with one more go through, but that was Nathan Fillion, who of course played the kind of rapey prisoner. Who was said like, he was he yeah. was he was the big yellow blobby guy in the first one? Yeah, I didn't get that. No. Oh, you got was Nathan no, Fillion. No, yeah, it's no. Nathan Fillion. So there we are. Oh wow! I can now tell him, and uh, they've aged enough. I can tell him and Jeremy Renner apart. <laughs> but apparently, Linda Cardellini was in this. Who I believe plays, um, I believe she plays Hawkeye's wife. Oh, okay. But I don't remember seeing her in this. She must have been one of the aliens or something like that. Yeah, I didn't because I didn't spot. <gasps> You know who she probably is. Go on. Probably the voice of Rocket's girlfriend. <gasps> yeah. That would make sense. That would make sense, yes. Yeah, because I didn't see <clears> him. <throat> no, I didn't. No. So first I thought, oh, is Hawkeye in this? Because I saw Nathan Fillion, and I'm like, no, no, hang on, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, so we have the MCU of another one of their tentpole characters slash franchises gone. Yeah. No more Iron Man. Nope. That's sad. No more Captain America. Well, no more, no more. Uh, 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 not Chris. Well, Chris Evans. But what was the character's name? Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers. You can at least say that. Yeah. Maybe no more Thor. We don't know. But let's say Thor's still there. I think he's still there. Let's say he's still there. But you've got. You don't have those first two. You don't have Black Widow. No, because she passed. Yeah. Yeah. And now you don't have the Guardians. So they are setting up for a new boost, aren't they? Right, but do you care? Not really. <laughs> They're calling it comic book fatigue and uh, just give it a or rest superhero fatigue. Years, and I'm like, back, yeah, yeah, I think so. And especially when you had the Jonathan Majors news, John, the guy who plays King. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, because yes. he's been in the news. He's been yes, accused yeah. by, uh, I believe, an ex domestic partner. Yep. Of um, of domestic abuse. And so you're like, oh no, because <laughs> that was so, he's supposed like he's yeah. he's Thanos, yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean, like yeah. he's that guy. Yep, yep. So it's going to be like we saw what happened with, um, I mean, definitely different sort of kettles of fish, but we saw what happened with the Wizarding World when they had to drop Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, this is kind of coming off like a bit of a bit of a wet fart. Yeah, it's a mistake, really, because that's all tied up. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, but I'm telling you, like the, the characters who I, if you were to say Avengers five, I'm like, who who's in it? Mm. Who do you got? Is Thor in it? You got Thor? Don't let Tyka never script. You got Thor? <laughs> Can't let James Gunn never script because he's not there anymore. I don't know who's, in, you know, how many things can the it'll Russos in, direct? It'll be interesting to see where they take it because obviously they're going to carry on making these films until they start making they money. Make money, yeah. So they're going to milk that cow until it's all milked, yeah. And then they'll leave it five years, and then they'll try and do it. Try and reboot it. Yeah. Problem with the MCU is that it is so big, unlike Batman, where you can do your trilogy. Now, as soon as it's over, you can reboot it with a different director and go, oh, Batman, I like Batman. Batman origin story, please. I hope they do another um, Boatface one. Um, Boatface? Yeah, a friend of mine calls Patson Boatface. Oh, like, oh, like 
the Batman. Yeah, yeah, Robert Pattinson. I thought he, I, I quite liked him as Batman. It did really well. I, I struggled to see how you don't do it again. Yeah, they set it up for for they, the, they have the Joker in number two. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why not cool. run with that? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think we've hit Thomas. We're about to hit the hour mark. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, please do check out the stuff we've had on Best Film Ever. If you, hey, if you didn't catch our, our conversation about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, go ahead and check that out. You can also hear us uh, talk about Wendy's for about 12 minutes. And eat Wendy's. And eat Wendy's. <laughs> Give our live first thoughts on Wendy's here in the UK. Yeah. Um, on top of that, last week we released our first in our Media Madness series where we looked at the best sitcoms of all time. Definitely that worth was a listen. Fun, a lot of it? fun. A lot of fun. That was more fun than I thought it was going to be. And then coming up, I think later this week, we'll be talking. Uh, George and I will be doing the last episode of season one of Friends. We'll be doing the oh. one where Rachel finds out. <sighs> yep. Finds out what? You'll, you'll have to listen. You have to wait. You'll have to listen to hear yeah. what's going on there. As we're getting close to our big interview, so that'll be good. So that's about it. And then next week, of course, we're going to have Julian on to talk about Boondog Saints. Um, I'm excited for this. I'm excited. I've never seen it. Oh, I only watched it a few months back. So, Did you? Yeah. There we are. Oh, you said that? Yeah. The yeah, last yeah, episode. Yeah. 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 So that, that should be good. Yeah, no. Uh, if you want to get involved, best way to do it is on the Twitter. Uh, we are at Best Film of Her Pod. Uh, that's uh, our chief wave that the community sort of speaks to itself. Not Liam, but, you know, the rest of us. <laughs> Not me. I just chime in every now and then. And if you're like, hey, I really dig what you guys do. How can I be more involved? Uh, you can support by just sharing the podcast with someone. Or if you want to get involved on a different level, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. And you can see all the sort of ways that you can help support uh, the pod, which is self-sufficient. And I'm really glad that we can say that and everything that uh, are the, 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 the backers, the friends of the podcast put into it, we put right back into the pod. Absolutely. So we've just upgraded George's headphones and microphone. We're very thankful about that so our kit's kind of hitting almost finished status we'll have to get like a backdrop or something like that oh that'd be cool we we can get up our visual sort of area next and that map that we keep saying about yeah we'll have to get that up there and sort of scratch it off everywhere that we chart we'll have to get it up there on the wall so yeah lots of uh Lots of things there, and we're very, very thankful. I know we say it all the time, but uh, we're very thankful, whether it's your first episode or whether it's your, I think it's 173rd last time, but we've done yeah. 344 pieces of content. This will be 345. Ooh. So if you've listened to all 345, God bless you. Yeah, absolutely. That's a lot of my voice. It, it's, 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 I have to listen to this week in, week out. Oh, <laughs> So go ahead, uh, subscribe on Best Film Ever Pod on the Twitter, and you'll never miss what we've got coming on out, or hit that subscribe button, or there's always that Apple or Spotify link. Hey, I hear five is a nice number. Five is the magic number. And with that, we're going to go ahead, and we're going to sign off, because three was the magic number, as it turns out, yeah. for films in the Guardians of the Galaxy series. And uh, sign it off to Captain Rocket. Godspeed. Godspeed, Captain Rocket. Godspeed, Captain Rocket. You're a freaking guardian of the galaxy. Absolutely. So, uh, it's just time for the sign-off. So, for best film ever, I've been Ian. And I've been Liam. And we'll catch you on the flippity-flop. The flippity-flip-flop. Flip.